Hey y'all, welcome to BNT. What is the damn name of this thing? Speak for yourself! Hey you guys, it's B. Hey y'all, it's Natasha. What it do, what it do? It's your girl, Lady T. And welcome to BNT. So you guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. What song? I don't know the rest of the song. I don't know. I don't remember the rest of it. Because, you know, as you guys may know, on our previous recording, we did not have an end. Oh, my gosh. What's a BT? We didn't have an end. So now, welcome back. We didn't. Yeah, thanks. Y'all niggas skipped me last time, but okay. Look, I give you your acknowledgement. You know what? You know what? You know what? It'll be too sad if we mention you mentioned you there. So we decided, you know, we're not going to mention it so they won't be too sad that you're not there. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go with we that. We did it Let's because we save had it. you in our best interest. Like, you know, yeah, and it's not because I lectured them for five minutes that they skipped me. Yeah, let's go with that. Sounds better. You're a very important part of this podcast. Yay, thanks. So, because you are the most important person, well, one of the most important person in the podcast, you can start with the <laughs> phone. Okay, I'll read it. Okay, so I'll, you want me to read both of them? You can read one and try to read the other. Okay, so I'll, I'll read the second one. It says, thank you, student loans, for getting me through college. I don't think I could ever repay you. Oh, I, I felt that. that from the bottom of my heart because mm-hmm. I don't think I ever want to repay them. It it's a double been. entendre. Yeah. Ooh, an entendre. Mm-hmm. Double meaning. Yeah, ready for the second? Mm-hmm. Yeah, boo. Yeah, ready. You the first. <laughs> All right. May your college memories last. As long as your student loan payments. Forever. Until you, know, this you die. You know this quote remind me of, of like you having like a second mortgage. Like Never a long line of credit. <laughs> I really like that song. Now I wish I could have made it without you. Jesus. Mm. What about a double mortgage though? What is I that? Mean, it might me of a mortgage. Like a line of credit. Like you got like 30 years pay for it. <laughs> Never ending. That's a long time too. Exactly. I want to hear from oh. the people who actually paid off their student loans. Like, I need you to tell me how much your student loans was initially and how long it took for you to do it. And I need to know the rating of those that actually pays it, paid off. Yes, leave us a message and let us know if you paid your student loans off or you just let, you know, you either forgave yourself for never paying them back or the Lord forgave you and you still never paying them shits back. So just let us know. <laughs> We want to know. I have student loans. I have a lot of student. Well, not as lot as some other people, but I got a you know a life little pocket change. Student loans are not as much as mine, y'all. They're not as oh, much as mine. Yeah, cause that shit. <laughs> I no. I would cry myself to sleep every day. <laughs> no, Who look, said Tashari doesn't? <laughs> look, fun fact, y'all. I think the first time me and Natasha actually had. Had it out as far as a disagreement. It was when we was thinking about graduate school, and I was very disappointed after I had my little my little graduate school meeting, and I was like, if they do not accept me as as an advanced standing student, I'm not going to graduate school. And like my friend really got mad at me. Like she was like, that just don't make sense. Look, you know how much co- grad school costs. 
Jeez, it's expensive. That's why I did not go. I'm sorry, this enough. This degree, this BS. <laughs> Funny, that's the name of the degree, Bachelor of Science. It's BS. It's enough. Yeah, I went to grad school. It wasn't as expensive as a lot of other play, other people. Thank but you got like a scholarship because, though. Yeah, I got scholarships in undergrad. I didn't have any student loan debt. I my whole time in undergrad was paid off, so I didn't have that burden. And then I had scholarships for when I did grad school, and that was advanced standing, so it was only a year. It wasn't two years, because then I'll probably have more. But I was blessed enough to have some scholarships and shit. I did take out some student loans, but, you know, I still had some pay for it. And compared to a lot of social workers who went to, who undergrad and grad school had to pay with student mm-hmm. loans, I am doing great. Dumb brags, who have you? Okay. I'm not, but I'm just saying. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing way better because I thought I had a lot. But shit, people got 250K, 100K. I'll be like, how do you not care? care. How do you care? <laughs> You possibly say I'm not up there with them, but I can definitely buy a new Mercedes or something or a Bentley with my loans with with the amount, you know. So, uh-huh. yeah. But I mean, yeah. I just think honestly, on a good note, the the sad part is like when I talk to students, you have students who end up quitting college because they're so frightened to get student loans. So they're like, yeah. I don't want to take out loans. So I'm not going to do, look, sweetheart, you don't have to do what I did as far as like, okay, I took out loans because they were here. It's not like I didn't have the financial literacy courses. It was just that I knew what my needs were. I didn't have somebody else to help me financially on the outside of me getting my degree. I did not have a job. And then you would have had to learn how to balance working and doing your class assignments. So that's more into it. And ultimately, if you're focusing on, I mean, that's the purpose of student loans, to kind of alleviate some of that financial stress and that burden that people carry. You do not have to accept the full amount offered. That's what Don't accept the full amount. That is yeah, like, Don't accept the full amount. And they're they giving you 15000 this semester. Baby, go to the financial aid office and say, hey, this is lovely, but you know, I'm going to have to respectfully decline this full amount. It's temptation. Like, it's yeah. very tempting, and people don't know how to do that. That's I accept the problem. full amount. Don't oh, no, accept no, 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 the full I did not. This what I did. This what I did. This what I did. I accepted the one where the interest does not apply to the whole loan. So that's the one I accepted. The one that, um, what's it called? It's subsidized and unsubsidized loan. I did not so, accept the subsidized loan. Is that the, the way that interest? The one is the one that's, um... The subsidized one is the one it that's occurred during your school. Oh, the y'all talk about the interest if the interest accrues after you graduate or during while Do you're it. still in school. Yeah, no, the government, yeah, the one it's that the, the government pays interest with. So I think with it's the, yeah, I think it's the subsidized because grad school is the whatever the one that the, the interest continues to accumulate while you're still in school. So it's the subsidized one. I make sure I did the unsubsidized one, that's the only one I accept. It's at one time, but that one's kind of low. It was like a thousand dollars, and I quickly paid that off one time. Yeah. It's it's just so I'm like, I don't want to go to school and this interest is still growing. Uh-uh. But if you can get a job while you in in college and just pay like it off, do that. Yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> if you can get one. If you don't have the time, don't do that. But yeah. ultimately, yeah, if you first. 
Yeah, but it, find scholarships. Look through every place in your own campus if you can, because I know when I was in grad school, there were scholarships for Florida State specifically. Them kids had access to so many damn scholarships. Like a lot of them, I didn't even know about. And I was like, they have so much funding. You just gotta find that shit. So get friendly with the financial aid office. Mm-hmm. Um, show up, just show up, and get friendly with like whatever. Like if you want to do in like uh, internship internationally, get familiar with the international programs office. And ask them about financial aid and like scholarships because that's where because I did um, I did the international uh, international internship and a lot of that money came from the international programs office. I got a scholarship from my uh, college, so the College of Social Work also gave me um, a scholarship for international internship. Um, and there was another one I applied for, but that was the career career center so it's like it's money out there you just gotta you gotta be diligent in finding it so absolutely scholarships first definitely scholarships first and then loans and shit but it's money it's about checks and balances like you have to like if you're the kind of person who's a go-getter you're gonna find the money that's out there for you if you're not And you know, like you're trying to get a job and you overwork yourself and you're easily overwhelmed and overconsumed with trying to balance too much, then that job is not for you. You're in school yeah. to finish school first and foremost. Do what you need to do to complete that goal, to accomplish that goal, and then okay, what are my next steps? The intent, the the intent is that you're gonna graduate with a degree and now you have the credentials that validates the fact that you're qualified to complete this job. Okay, now that you're qualified to complete this job, you should be able to make a little bit more money than, you know, the job that you was just holding down as an undergraduate or just a college student in general. So balance yourself. Balance oh, yourself. also, there's um, companies that actually pay for your uh, school too, give you scholarship. That's why I got my scholarship. I work under, I got employed by the Red Cross and work under the program called AmeriCorps. So they kind of give me some scholarship too. So they kind of said, oh, cool. They give me, they give you a full amount of your paycheck. What to do, they took a portion of it and give you like a little bit. And then by the time you're done with the um, program, you'll get like a three, thousand dollars five thousand dollars uh back to you at the end of the program and you could actually redo this program so many times if you like just check out americorps and find one that's in like your state because this one like you can go overseas but you don't really need to go overseas you don't want to this stuff and like in your own state and your own city because yeah. i did mine in my own city the I was thing with americorps i think before it was where you couldn't have another um another job for supplement income or whatnot, but eventually they end up mandating it. Well, not mandating, they end up making, amending that to where you can get another job, which is part-time. And so, because the, I think the purpose of it is where it's not to make you rich. It's just to show you, like, Mm -hmm. your work is supposed to speak more volumes than you being paid. Because it's like, um, Mm -hmm. it's like a life experience kind of thing, and you're supposed to have like that gratitude from being able to experience different programs and sides of life in a different light. That kind of came out a little bungle, a little jungled up, but 
Pretty much to pay you just enough for you to feed yourself and clothe yourself. But to me, it was it, it, it didn't bother me because like I was with my parents, so they were feeding me. So the money I was getting, I was using to spend on things instead of giving. To- yeah. Well, you can also do on what's it called when you work on campus? Work study. Work study. Work study. You can also do that. That's an option. That Every way you're apply, still on campus and you're getting paid. Every time I apply for work study, I never get it. So I always I mean, study, that's Work study is available to students based off the expected family contribution. So if your family was expected to pay something towards your education, it deemed that your household had enough income. So you wouldn't be one of the first selected for that program. And also, if you were required to complete any additional verification documents to verify your income when it came to completing your FAFSA, if you had any missing documentations you normally had to submit after that was completed, you were, weren't the first selected for that as well. In most cases, too, you have to go ahead and go to the financial aid office, become friends with somebody, put yourself on a list and say, hey, um, can you please? I need, I know one student told me, like, she went up there and boo-hoo cried and they felt bad for her and they put on the list. Okay, sweetie, what department would you like to work in? Like whatever it takes for you to get up out of our face. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's something. But I mean, I'm the type of person who don't want to do that much. Like, why do I have to be? Do I have to? Can you just put me in the it's list? Way of, or this? It's like you gotta do extra to get what you want. To me, that's very annoying. People like, in control be, want to feel like they're valued where they are within that higher that system of hierarchy. They don't want people that they feel like will turn on them, don't worship them. Like people want to feel needed. That's what people, it's a and, it's a pleasure thing. And I do see that because when I'm at work period, like some work or some people, like you just like give them praise and something like that. And they like they will like go the extra mile for you, rather than you just being like, you know, just a regular person who work with them. So that's why I'm like, I don't want to be that kind of person. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to be, I'm using you in a way. But then it's like, yeah. I have to be that person because, you know, that's the only way you actually value my work is me giving you like extra praise. I mean, it's a system, it's a nepotized system. It's based on nepotism. But I think sometimes it hinder people as well because some people, they're not really challenging you because they're selecting the people that they they favor so they don't challenge them and then in most cases it end up being chaotic drama that transpire because it's not business it's all on pleasure so when you mix business with pleasure things kind of it becomes a little chaotic i've witnessed it within the office setting so um yeah and to me it's like surprising that like People with like who got like law degrees, doctors, like can we pay their student loan down? And the video when we watching Netflix money student loan, this this lady was like seventy, eighty thousand dollars in debt. She went to graduate school and then she said she was paying for 10 years and that amount went down to seventy six thousand dollars. I was like, what the 10 years? Bro, 10 years is so fucking long, and she was just paying probably just the interest. That shit is crazy. So that's Especially why I'm like, like, 
Yeah, go ahead. Especially like right now, since we're we're kind of going through that right now where the interest, they canceled the interest until January now. I don't know if they're going to extend that shit again. I doubt I they will. I hope they do. I hope they're, they do. They're probably going to be like, fuck y'all and just, you know, y'all got to pay <laughs> your student loans back. But the thing is, I've been paying my student loans since 2018. So that's about three years. I have paid more money that first year. I paid more money than I did this past whatever this year. And I paid down way more of my student loans without the interest being accrued than I did the previous year where I paid double the amount. Mm -hmm. So I paid like three grand that 2018 to 2019, but from 2019 to 2020, I paid like half of that. But I knocked down so much more of my student loans through that. I'm like, the fuck? Just take the income. Let me just pay back what the fuck I owe instead of y'all getting extra money interest, which is predatory anyway. Mm-hmm. And people wouldn't be in so much debt. The interest is what's killing people. The interest mm-hmm. on these stupid fucking loans is what's is struggling. Like, just get the money back you gave me. Y'all ain't give me no extra. Y'all ain't do no extra. Because they already take out money from your student loan when they process the shit to give it to you anyway. Mm-hmm. So you charging me to give me the, the fucking student loan money that you're going to give me anyway. So why do I have to do a processing fee to give you the money that I'm going to borrow anyway? I'm going to give it back to you. Making money off that money, on that money. Yeah. You're making more money off of money you you already got. So you basically lining your own pocket with money you already you already got. And then they I mean, just ask you, with interest. It makes you think about whether slavery and segregation is really there. I think they it's just not. came up with, with different formats to hide and disguise it in different ways. Because this is one way to where, like even in the episode that we watched, it said that they were paying 79 Pell Grants were paying up to 79% with, when it came to student loans or student um, yeah. payments. Now that now it's only covering 29%. But yeah. then, think about it. We advertise this to you. Go ahead. Get an education. Better yourself. You know, move yourself from the lower class to middle class. And, you know, keep excelling. But then, if I, if I go ahead and even that playing field, what's happening to the barrier between the haves and have not? Like then yeah. they don't want you to have too much of a head start to catch up. They don't want you to do that. So we're mm-hmm. gonna get you with these student loans, this debt. We know half of the students that's getting student loans never dealt with this kind of money before. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, like you don't you don't know how to budget, you don't know how to balance, you want to buy the new trends and new things that's going on. So you don't know how to take real sacrifice until you climb up there to really feel what it's like to really struggle through getting an education getting a job and doing other things, I make it look easy for you. And then on and, top of that, like, I'm going to give you more interest. So you're going to forever be in debt to me. You're going to forever owe me. Talk about buying a house. You don't have money for that. You got to pay me back. Talk about, exactly. oh, buying a new house with rent, car payment. How can you afford all of this? But the thing How? is, it's, it's crazy because to pay for college, Back in the 60s and 70s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, you could have a part time summer job to pay for school. 
And after that, you still have money to buy houses, raise a family on one person's salary. Cause you know, like our parents and their parents, they were had there were one person household where we're one money house, well, one job household and the like wife stay home to take care of the kids. And they were able to get by with that. Mm-hmm. The fact that student loan was like only a thousand dollars back yeah. then, two thousand, three thousand. If you want to go to like grad school or something like that, I'm like, it's crazy. You could do it on a summer budget, pay for your school on a summer budget. But that's that's the thing. It's also including not just student loans, but schools. Schools are being predatory as hell because they're um, raising their costs. Schools. Yeah, no, it's all schools. Even public schools, they raise their rates. They're raising their tuition. And the interest, you know, too. Because uh-huh. I remember, uh, what, what year? 2011? I think about 2011 school. or something. The interest rate was like 2 point something. 2.5 or 3.5. Now, I think it's, it's what I like. Around 2017, it was like 5 point something percent. I was like, wow. <laughs> Imagine now, what's the percentage now? Let's go. I just think it's crazy because now you have to be within a a two-income household to make ends meet, whether you have a degree or not. And then a lot of females, particularly Black African-American females, like they have to choose whether they want higher education or family because most women that go climb that ladder of achieving a doctoral degree not she's most likely do not have kids does not have a husband and then it makes it a little bit more competitive for her to find her equal like a guy that's equivalent to her okay well it's just kind of rare to find a guy who have that and most of the guys who have like the education the job this they're confident not they're confident but they're starting to get too cocky yeah because they know they are rare breed I took I'm like hold on I'll take a blue collar man any day. Oh, I'm I'm thinking what Tasha said about about the interest rate. Like honestly, why don't they take off interest rates? Why should there be interests to the money that that you gave me for education? I worked for this. I, it's not like like oh, okay, like a credit card loan or something like that. Like I worked for this degree. I, yeah, you offered this money to me for the time being, but if I work for this degree and I'm just going to pay you back the money, why do you need to tax me with more interest on it? Like, I don't understand. Why should I pay you more? You ain't give me nothing more? I feel like they should implement this thing where for colleges, you have to, your students have to get a job in their degree for the student loan to not be pushed back on you. Mm. Unless, unless, like, like if I'm going to college, right? Boom. Like, I get some student loans. And then, like, when I graduate, the college has to make sure I have a job. So the, the loan don't go back on them. Because that means you didn't really do a, your job. Unless I um um drop out, then it's going to be uh, my that's responsibility. That's subjective. That's really subjective. And then that's what we need to do, subjective. It's subjective because, like, what if you, because not everybody goes to college to actually get a degree. Some go to college because their parents wanted them to go. 
And like well, you went there. What if you, yeah, <laughs> but what if you're not doing a job of your field, but you're doing something that you enjoy? For social work, I can be I could do anything and it'd be considered social work. I'd be Ooh, I could be in so any industry. I could be yeah, in any industry. Yeah. What if you what if you don't go to what if you don't go to college and do that? Like for people who are doing like degrees that are not really objective based, like people who go for like graphic design or journalism, like yes, there's stuff in their field, but what if they're not doing that? What if they're doing other stuff that's kind of adjacent to what they're doing? As long as you have some kind of job that you can pay, you can get a job from, hey, but you know, that's other detail ish that you gotta we gotta go into. But that's pretty much my whole thing. Like you can't say, Oh, come to college and you know, you get a good job, blah blah blah. And then people cannot find jobs. You know how many people with master's degrees that working for five, ten dollars, fifteen dollars? Oh, me with a master's degree because this job fucking sucks. But that's that's not because it's still in my field, it just doesn't pay well. Exactly. So, and, and I feel like what you're saying to people, that job should be paying the amount of money you saying. Because for me, I got my major because they say, hey, you can make such and such amount. That's all I heard. You can make such and such amount. You can make true. such and such amount. And in my days, like me going to the um, interviews, I did three different interviews just to get this damn job. Like, what the hell? Three damn interviews. Yeah. All them technical. Like, y'all doing too much, I feel. That's why I want to start my own company. <laughs> and then it's the part that when you graduate with a degree, a lot of people, they want you to already have experience. So I end up talking to a lot of college students who, like, you would think every program requires students to complete an internship, um, an internship experience before they graduate, but not every degree program requires yeah. their nope. students to do that. And it's like you going out I of college for them. Though. Right. Thank God for that. But it's like for them, like who don't, who's not required. I feel like it's just a setup. Because what do you do when you you're trying to look for a job and yeah, you've been looking at the book all these years and you don't know how to apply the knowledge you've learned. And the thing is, I tried to get an internship in my school. I emailed this lady like several times, like, hey, do you look at my resume? Hey, do you look at my resume? Hey, can you, did you see my email? Oh, yeah, we're going to look at it. I'm, I'm going to look at it. She never looked at it to the point where there was like an event that we was in together. In that moment, I was like, I'm not even going to bother this lady. I'm over it. <laughs> and then this other like internship where you get no pay. So I'm working so my hours i get no pay or i can go work for pizza hut and get paid the money that i need to pay for whatever supplies me um unexpected bills that come to me like no that's crazy but that's just life oh i mean this one guy was saying like um <laughs> he was saying like how he did internship and that internship did not do nothing for him the only thing he did was get coffee. See, that's where you need to have people actually when when these colleges and universities uh, partner with these internship places or try to get students from, from these schools, they need to actually have these kids doing what they need to do. 
they're not your errand boy, your errand girl. They are trying mm, to get work. They're trying to get work. They're trying to get experience to what they're trying to do in the field. Because once they get out into the field for this job, that's not what they're going to be doing. They're not the fucking secretary getting coffee for everybody. Like, put these kids to work so they can know what they're supposed to be doing. That's because when they get out, what are you going to do? They're going to be like, oh, y'all are incompetent. Well, y'all niggas didn't show them what they're supposed to be doing. Y'all got them doing y'all dirty work. That's in IT. You knowing your stuff is a big deal. You knowing how to program and how to do uh, um, building, coding. coding, everything. It's on you to know. Because if you don't know how to do a simple uh, solution or solve a simple solution they give you in the interview, like they'll actually give you, here's a program, um, here's some, oh, there's a code, figure what's wrong with it. And you have to actually go in like, okay, this and that and that and that that don't work this don't work this don't work you don't even know how to fix it but you gotta go through um the steps you have to explain them the steps even though you get it wrong the fact that you have to explain to them like the spec how you got to that wrong answer some Mm -hmm. people just want you to get the right answer i'm like this is this is messing with my head this is messing with my head (laughs) yeah but i mean not all internships they actually not all internships give you that opportunity to learn and pick up what you need to learn because I'm not going to lie I think within my undergrad internship I didn't get the gist of things like granted I didn't get the gist of because we was doing child welfare so I didn't get the gist of like dependency case managers however I did learn how to put together an event how to to request for donations procure a letter and getting the 501c3 and everything like that, the tax exemption form to provide to those that I'm I'm kind of inquiring about supporting my event. I learned how to do that. I was able to put together a production, but when it came to like the actual court things and stuff like that, what dependency case managers did, I didn't do that. So it turned out later that we were supposed to have exposure to um child protective services their daily roles um dependency case managers their daily roles however i was placed in um independent living so you're dealing with kids that are already aged out of the foster care system but they also have support by extended programs to help them until they reach the age of 23. so i was doing stuff like that but it took for me to get into my graduate school internship to learn like okay so you're expecting me to just be more observant of the things that you're doing. And as I'm observing, which is completely new to me, so I, I have to ask a thousand questions just to be sure. Like, okay, what is it you want me to do? Why am I doing this, this, this and that? Because at first when I started, it was like, okay, we go into the old typewriter to write this out, to put on the letter. So it was a simple things about organization, being able, because I had an older, I had an older supervisor at the time and she she did things that was a little bit more hands-on and then like, okay, let's have a discussion about the things that you did. Do you know about the things that you did? Like, did you sit in? What do you think? What's your opinion? I think I even was one of her first interns to go to a program manager's meeting and do an introduction. I'm not gonna lie. I was shy. I was like very nervous. My anxiety was going through the roof because it's like, wow, like, I don't know. Like, you know, everybody else who, who was there, they was like, they knew the role that I played and it didn't make me seem any lesser than anyone else on the team but it was just like I was so nervous because I never was really in front of people like that so 
I was definitely thankful for that experience and me having a different understanding. And I was able to ask her too, like, what do you think I need to improve? What I need to, I need to do next. And, and that's what that experience should be like. Like I still reach out to her every now and then. Hey, how you doing? This, this, and that. Like she'll tell me about different job opportunities that they become like mentors. It's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. And that's yeah. what my second internship supervisor became a mentor. Yeah, Everyone like is good, blessed and able to have that same opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Good bosses become mentors because really I can actually call my old boss and then we can chat it up. And if I need something, she's like, oh, just come find Tiara and get you something or something, like a job. Oh, wow. <laughs> if you get like okay, a good there's boss. One, there's one person I might do that with and I don't even really fuck with him like that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you said it's black. There's one person I would do who, who would like be like, oh, yeah, be happy to see me. And speaking of that, the job that I just left, y'all know, they called me back. They had to call me, get me back. I was like, mm, the one with the government? Um, yeah. We're not going to say who, though, but you know, them <laughs> niggas. Oh, <laughs> <I will> never. <laughs> Yeah. They need you. They need they you. Need they you did, apparently. Technically, twice. It's, it's like, well, technically, this is government shutdown coming soon. So you're like, ah, I don't know. It's like you have no funds soon. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to always have funds. But yeah, they call me, oh, yeah, we increased the salary. And your name came up as somebody to call back. I need me. Call us back if you're interested. I don't even want to know how much y'all pay because it's still too low. And I'm not coming back because y'all stress me. Y'all stress me out. Stress me out. We'll never come back. That's funny. They said they'll relocate to wherever you at too. Yeah, we got people there too. Yeah, you can do we can work at home. What? Hey, that'd be nice. Actually, we can work at home. No, I did that when the pandemic started, and that was. That's it's cool. not fun when you have somebody who who uh was it multitask you or whatever that's you call. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for that. Nah, don't hover over me. How you hovering over me and we ain't even the same. Oh, micromanaging. Micromanaging, yeah. Oh, I hate that's that. Okay. That's okay. That's one way I, I quit it. a job so fast. I feel like you micromanage me. Oh my goodness. Like Both don't of do you that. Have fun with. So you want this just like this? Does this meet your requirement? Okay, you just wanted me to add this. Okay, well, I'll do just that. Oh, okay. Like, because it annoys them. You, no, you want to micromanage. I want to make sure it's superb up to your expectations. And then they'll get annoyed by you. What? And then get mad at you for doing that. And then, and then they feel like, time. why they ask so many questions? Well, sweetie, clearly you want to be the person that writes this report. So I just want to make sure it sounds like your words. Like, I want you to look over every, everything that's placed in here. And make sure. But girl, eventually I got it to the point where I mean stuff like that be challenging for me too. Like I be wanting to get the hell up out of that work environment, but I always take a challenge. I'm not I'm not I'm not one of the people that's gonna back down from a challenge. So with that, eventually I got it to where it was like no corrections, no errors, no nothing. Like say what you like it as is? Oh that is so because then, then I guess they felt like I was learning how to become them and be in their mind, but it was like Girl, do you know how stressed I was putting together this report to make sure, okay, I know they're going to nitpick about this. Okay, I know this is and that is going on. Like, it, it shouldn't be all that. It shouldn't be. I don't like micromanagement. That's that's annoying. 
to me. I don't like when like like companies say one thing and then a customer complain about it and then you come to me and say a different thing. But I'm like, but that's what that's not how you said to do it. Well, figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out. You don't even have the answers to the answer that I'm asking to. <laughs> you said to do this way. And then when a customer complained about this thing, the, I mean, there was a customer when I was working. He was talking about, oh, I'm sick and tired. People keep bringing their dog. I'm looking at them like him like, okay, well, we're not allowed to say anything. What about the people with allergies? Well, bring your EpiPens. I don't know. We can't say nothing to them. It's against the law. People always have selective memory or selective things that they want to do. I know at one time, for me, I went to a supervisor and I was like, oh, dang, I'm going crazy because it's deadline. And it was like, oh, no, you're fine. It's okay. It's Y and Z. Like, we got time. Initially, they don't they don't really file or check on this until, you know, a day later or two days later. So as long as you do it by X, Y, and Z time. I mean, then they wanted me, they wanted to throw their power around and wanted me to do something for one somebody that they knew personally. Then it was like, Oh, what, what what are you doing? What's going on here? Like, why do you... Well, I went off the same thing you told me last time when I was stressed about it, right? Like, you told me, don't worry about it. We could wait till the next following day, like, at the latest. So we was going to jump on that first thing in the morning. Like, no? Was that another person that told me that information? Like, you know... And I hate supervisors that don't know how to accept their flaws. Like, if you was wrong, you were wrong. No, like I think that's the like transparency is key and honesty and having the the candidate of being candidate about your mistakes, your flaws that lets people know like oh, okay, I mean mistakes happen. I'm not so high on my horse that I feel like I can't apologize for something. That's what's that's having humanity. And I was reading this quote, like literally on LinkedIn that was saying, remember the expert at one point was a beginner. So it's like, I hate when people forget the fact that it's not like you came into this industry or this business being top notch. That's not what happened. You had to learn. And I don't know whether they broke you down to a point that you think you got to continue to break other people down. But no, you should have learned the skills of being a better leader then took that from it. So exactly. It was funny, there's a point where even the customers see like how the the boss was being a micromanagement, like she seemed like a bee. I'm like, ma'am, <laughs> let's not start trouble for me. Cause I think she was in your your um ear length to hear that. I was like, ma'am, she just took me how to <laughs> I gotta BS the 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 answers. Cause I wanna say yes, she is a <laughs> No, how about having your supervisor tell you? I know I could be a bitch at times. Excuse me. Um, oh yes, yes. It's me, and so if you don't want my true response back to this, um, please let's skip on to the next topic because I'm at work, and if I, you really want to hear what I got to say about you, <laughs> I don't think you want to. So. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Oh my goodness, that is exactly what happened. Me and me and Natasha is working the same job. And the supervisor, Tasha keeps saying the supervisor is a uh, is a bitch, and I'm like, okay. But then the supervisor himself you and Natasha said, "Natasha worked at the same job." Yeah, yeah. Then it was me and uh, my supervisor. Um, okay. Was like we've gotten to it because I'm like you're doing too much to me, and the other people that's around me, you're not doing too much to them. So I, I snap on her, 
And then Percival came, and it was some kind of conversation because she saw it. And then, then the uh, the supervisor over the other supervisor came. We have meeting, and he was saying like, "Yeah, I know he's a, she's in the wrong, but sometimes da 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 da." Pretty much, she was he he knows the the person was wrong for acting the way he was. She was to me, but actually she mm-hmm. he's trying to justify like, yeah, sometimes I'm I'm a B and you know, and I know sometimes I'll be too much, but sometimes you just gotta my thing is yeah, it's time for me to quit. And I quit that that day. <laughs> I quit that 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 whole I didn't come and work. I'm like, hey, here's my notes. I text him like, hey, I'm praying. Uh, what do you need me to do? Oh, this is my <laughs> note. I will know. Here goes the best time ever. I learned so much a lot. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, no way you're going to say that you are, you act just the same way. I'm like, this is toxic. <laughs> the thing is, you can't, you can't treat one employee different from the other. You can't be hard the guy. No, no, no. It was this lady. I was working overnight. You worked through in the morning. Yeah. Okay. I don't and know it's one lady employee. Like the way she was treating me <laughs> is completely different how she was treating the others. Maybe because you know the others more or something like that. I don't care. But the way she'll be like, "Oh, do this, do that, and that," and then I'll be looking at my other employee who's doing like the same task but not really doing how the task should be done. And I know she see how the other employee's doing it, and then not say nothing to them, and start to do stuff to me. I'm like, "Listen, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Back off." And it was like a shouting match. I'm like, listen, I'm not here. This is not my only job. This is not my own opportunity. This is your only opportunity. Leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. She was in an older, older lady thing. I'm like, leave me alone. You know what? I'm, I'm, I feel, I, I never knew about this moment. And, you know, most, most importantly to me, is that <laughs> I never knew, I don't know much about this employment that, the both of you had together. So when this is done, we're gonna have to have a sidebar, okay? <laughs> okay. okay. We we missing all the you know student loans. We got way off. I thought we were done. I thought we were done with school again. Thing. We need to talk about how student loans. Um, if y'all didn't know, folks, you can keep your student loans till you die. If you file for bankruptcy, you still keep your student loans until you die. Oh, so I mean, wow. everybody would suffer bankruptcy if they know So that, that goes on to your family or the next no, of no. no, it's just you. You okay. keep the suit. Well, no, yeah. not technically. It goes if you're married, it'll go to your fucking spouse. Uh, it goes to them. That the shit will go to is, them. So, my my so, my I don't know if it's after you die though. I just want you oh. to know. I hope you pay off your loans. She's gonna give you all her student loans. Don't do it. it. Marry her so I can come to the wedding, but you know, try to pay off our student loans before y'all get married. I'm gonna be in the wedding like you're a true rider, dog. We're gonna be like, I'm gonna be like the um, what you call it with Tony off of girlfriend, Todd. Be like the Todd, I thought you was a doctor. He was like, you know, I had loans, I had to pay for the extravagant wedding, all this other stuff. Look, look. Look, this is a you problem, not us problem. Look, we're gonna have to do something. That's the first date. Hey, how much student loan you got? What's the Mm. plan? How we gonna gonna no no no? That's not first date. You don't want to run them away just like that. We're gonna do it like when they start getting serious engagement. So what's our no? You gotta wait. Yeah, engagement because you want to what the relationship is too serious to back away so easily, but. At the I want to go. I want to go to therapy. 
about like the real money management. You talking about therapy, therapy about your student loans? No, I want to go to therapy if I ever get married, like marriage therapist or whatever it is. Oh, okay. Just to have a good yeah, understanding. Uh, yeah, just to get a good understanding, like how our how we handle things as a couple and individually. Can we actually do this? Because you know, I mean, sometimes how damaged are you? <laughs> how damaged am I? Um, just to see, like how we're gonna handle this and what our set goals. And sometimes we just need someone to like negate. How you how you use the word guide us to the answers. That's what mm-hmm. I want to do if I ever get about to get there. So you think you're gonna make it all the way and a DNA and not know how damaged y'all are. I think some people do. That's why there's a whole bunch of divorce. How are we gonna handle money? How are we gonna li- handle religion? How are we gonna yeah, handle? People um, don't really talk about that stuff. Financial. But that's what I'm saying. If they was able to put on the facade all the way up until to the engagement, if they standing in front of a therapist, do you not think that they can go ahead and lie their way through that? Like uh, therapist, some therapists can uh, pick these things up because there's patterns. As a social worker, when like you you done with a lot of students, right? You can pick up when students selling some bulb because it's not adding up, right? Yeah. And then, but the you gotta like, pay attention to that shit because people can. Some people can talk a good game, and you not, and you won't even think to look in that area because you're like, oh, okay, exactly. this sounds secure. Sometimes mm-hmm. it takes some time because I be talking to I be talking to kids, and they be like. Yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm like, oh, they exceptional. And then it's like, next thing you come around, sweetie, sweetie, it, it sounded like you had it all together when I was checking in on you. But um, um, your grades just ain't matching up with your talk game. So so what's really going on here? You got a good game, talk game, but... Exactly. <laughs> the results are not adding up. <laughs> it's not adding up. What's going on? Baby, go! <laughs> No, please don't do the piece of mom. <laughs> What's going on? Mm-hmm. You need a boyfriend? I should do it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, she's trying to do this. She's looking for a boyfriend. My goodness, that oh, that's why I'm like, hey, before I get married, we need to get DNA tests to see what we have. Do we have any disease that we need to, you know? Look after probably this is not kind of want to do far from that anyway. Advice like, hey, what's our goal for our next five, 10, 40? What's our retirement plan? Like, <laughs> this thing, I'll be like, we need to do this. It might seem too much, but I remember it was in TikTok where this lady was like, oh, I'm in a relationship and what we do every month or every two months or every, every end of the month, we do a check in. Of like how we feel, are we mean that what our expectation, where we're going, you know, stuff like that. If two, uh, she she say every month, every two weeks, something like that. Just you check on, like a little meaning thing. Just you check on stuff, open conversation. I'm like that's something. Seems like a lot, but it's it it's working for them. I'm like, hey, I might want to do that. Am I really? No, we can try it. I seen a post that was um about like you know the month of October, less net watching less Netflix and doing other things like certain challenges to start setting goals, and we could probably do that. Like I don't know, like it's still the beginning of October. We can set that goal for October. Things that we can kind of do without, and at the end of the month check back in with each other and like how that went. What are we doing? Not watching Netflix. 
I mean, we don't necessarily have to do it to where we're not watching Netflix because we already use Netflix with watching the shows. No, Netflix. Well, different things. Maybe it can be reading more books this month. Or okay, that sounds good. I can do that. Audio book. Oh, y'all want to do something? I don't know. I want to do audio books. Can we do it Paying off a certain amount of our loans. No, let's let's do something next month. Oh, yeah, like figure this out. Oh, um, you don't want to do it. She don't want to do it this month because it's her birthday month. Ooh, exactly. Yeah. Period. Okay, so for all the people, you know, my birthday's this month. If you want to send me money, um, my cash app is I don't remember, but you know, I'll drop it somewhere. So send me money. Thanks. If you want to, don't scam me. Don't re- you don't I'm remember your cash app. I have to check what the name is. I gotta change my chassis name. It has my name on it. Anyway, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is me. (laughs) Bye, y'all. This is Natasha. Y'all, this your girl, Lady C. Have a good one. Bye, y'all. Don't get scared by your student loans. Fuck them chips. Fuck them. Don't pay if you don't want to. Bye bye. Forgive yourself because God already forgave you. Here we go. Peace. All right, good night, good morning, and good afternoon. Have a lovely one. Take care.